feels good to be back <laughs> lance what is up <laughs> what is up dj lb uh it's been a a year no less than a year nine months this is a, you're on the after hours show right now yep just nine tuning months. in and then we had the rebirth of kyle v <laughs> yeah that's that, that what the nine months that's how we took nine months off <laughs> Yep, it's good to be back, man. We're united. Feels so good. And it feels so good. That's right. <laughs> DJ Allen B, Kyle E, Lance P. After Hours crew is back from full effect. Coming How's at you. X going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> KMFD over here. What's so, up? What are we getting into? Whatever, man. It's been nine months. We it has been do whatever nine we months. Want. We could have had a baby. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's this episode. I guess so. <laughs> nine months in the making. Nine months. Nine months. And now we're reunited. You know, I thought about doing the intro. We should have done the uh, Faith No More cover version. Yeah. Step Peaches and Herb. It's a great cover. Check it out on YouTube. So you saw them do that live? Yes, in Dallas, Texas. When was that? Um, oh, four years ago? Four, four or five years oh, that's ago. That's pretty recent, then. Yeah, and they Napalm Death opened for them. It was interesting. Did you like it? No. Really? That's no, I'm not a Napalm Death guy. What is that? Death metal? Wait, yes. They're like the oldest band of death metal. Really? <clears throat> do you remember uh, Ace Ventura? Oh, yeah. That was Napalm Death <laughs> oh, okay. in the movie. <laughs> he says that, too. Yes, he does. Yeah. Napalm Death. All righty, then. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts headbanging and moshing with them. And that. yeah, that's, that is Napalm Death. Well, speaking of Dallas, shows are going to start opening up there, right? I hope so. I don't know. What's the latest? Anybody know? Uh, man, I'm, seeing, like, no I'm, I'm seeing festivals being announced for, like, September. I'm like, man, it's, like, six months away. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about Rocklahoma, either. They're supposed oh. to be rescheduled to this May, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, but Texas is open for everything now, right? Yeah, yeah I think they did. I've I, I seen something for uh, <clears throat> Rocklahoma that it's going to be like a virtual event coming up in the fall. Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully you get a refund or a discount because <laughs> I know someone who's got a ticket from last year. And oh, really? Yeah. You know, not gonna be happy. How much are those tickets? I've I've never been. I don't know. I didn't. I don't mm. even know. Uh, can't be cheap if you do a three day, which is yeah, what I've done. I don't know. I always went to one day turn or turn. I always went to one day uh, <laughs> festival. festival yeah. Because when you go to those two or three, man, it seems like 
well, Alan talked about it on the previous episode, like Coachella or whatever you've been to, you wanted to see like, what you tell the story, it's Paul McCartney, wasn't it? And at the same time was the other band you wanted to see? Oh man, when was this? Uh, what was that? This would have been 2010. Yeah, Paul McCartney on one stage, the, the very main stage, and then on the side stage was uh, Morrissey. Yeah, Morrissey. S- same yeah, exact yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would suck, man. That would. Yeah. Yeah, that's the three, like Bonnaroo and all those. People are like, oh, it's great, mm-hmm. but they got so many bands. Even when I went to uh, Warped Tour in 2000, yeah. to Hoover's, they still, I, there was bands still going because they had a bus stage. Yeah. And Zebrahead played at the same time as another band. So I was like, I'm just going to go to the bus stage. Hmm. I hate that, though. I hate, and at least there, it's close. But a lot of those, like Coachella, I think I've seen the map. Alan showed me, too. You got to go, like, Way over here to this stage, you got to go way over here to the other yeah. stage, and it's you might miss half a set by the time you get to cross the campgrounds. Yeah, I don't think I would like that. I I like old school, like when we went to Edge Fest, one side was being utilized, yeah, and then the other side was getting set up. What I liked about the one in Frisco, which Alan, you've been to, you've been you went that one year with me and my wife to you met us down there for Edge Fest and. Dallas, but it's Frisco Tech technically. They had two stages. So it's a soccer field down there, mm-hmm. the soccer stadium. They had a stage on each end of the field. So this one would be playing. This one set up. Oh, and okay. then everybody would just shift over, yeah. turn around, shift over, and you didn't have to walk far or anything. That's a pretty good that idea. Was, that was the best I've ever been. And people to. in the stands too? Yep. Yeah, you're just right there, so you just look this way or that way from hmm. the stands. I don't even remember how I got there. Did I take a – You drove, man. As far as like from the hotel there – I don't know I don't if know. I took a took an Uber. No, no, I, I parked in a Walmart parking lot. That's what I did, and then I just walked over. I avoided the parking yeah. fees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Who was at that show? That um, Bleak One Eighty Two, Offspring, um, Three Eleven. Three Eleven was there. Uh, good night. I need to go back and look all these up. Just like Edge Fest, oh. when we went to Tulsa. Yeah, for me and Kyle. I always got confused. Like mm-hmm. I'd say, oh yeah, I saw this, 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 this. I'm like, wait, yeah. no, that was this band the year before. But I, same thing with Edge Fest and Frisco. Now I've seen Cage Elephant there twice, three times, three times in a row. Chevelle, Chevelle was at the one we went to, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I'm the one I went to. See, there you go. Yeah, Chevelle was at one of them. Deftones, Limp Biscuit was at one together because I remember Limp Biscuit like. We should be headlining this because they just got back together. Oh, okay. And we were there to see Deftones. They're like Deftones should have been up here. They're the real, you know, kings or whatever of this rock. And then that one had like Three Days Grace. Uh, Black Keys was at another one. I can't remember which one that was. Hmm. They headlined one. Several, several good bands there. A lot of good bands. The Cage yeah. Elephant wasn't very big yet when I, I saw them the first two years. I love them. Group dude. Love. I, I started loving them because I saw them there one year, one year. They remind me of Pixies. Like a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of bands. A lot of good, uh, I saw the Nixons reunite the last time I went. Nixons did a casita was on a break, so their drummer yeah. got back with them. Zach Malloy, he's been in Nashville writing songs. Yeah, and we saw him like eight times yeah, in the mid nineties. I got I got tired of seeing the Nixons. So it was cool to see them together. Um, Toadies were there. They played after the Nixons that mm-hmm. one year. I went to that in Dallas. Yeah, and they don't even attempt doing festivals like that in Tulsa anymore with the Edge, right? It's because it's like one of a few stations. Yeah, yeah, the Edge here is no longer even clear. Like the two Edges that were left, they're they're gone. The one in Dallas, 
and Little Rock were the only two left that were still doing Edge Fest, and they just got bought out by the Eagle or whoever that was. Hmm. Uh, that's I guess, I guess it's no, no longer Shamrock, huh? Well, I think the Edge still is. I think they're still independently owned in Tulsa, but the true whole Edge thing, when they all started 20 years ago, they had them across the country. They're now yeah. gone, gone. That was Clear Channel, right? <clears throat> I remember I, they were a they part were of it for now. Like Shamrock, yeah, I Shamrock Media, yeah. something like that. That does ring a bell. <clears throat> I've been uh, ever since I got Sirius XM Radio. I'm out of the loop on some of these radio stations. Mm-hmm. It's all because Lance was listening to Lithium one day. I was like, man, I got to get me some X Sirius XM. <laughs> so not, so I made a switch over. I'm thinking. Yeah, of, everybody loves that channel. Lithium. Yeah, people are it's like every song comes on is gold, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Takes you back for sure to the old 90s. But, you know, I think even that radio gets repetitive after a while. It will. If you, that's why I like about satellite. You can go, you got more, you can go 90s online, you can go to 90s, 2000 metal, classic. They, they got several of those. I like the Deep Cuts channel too. I think it's 27. Even uh, Foo Fighters, they got their own <laughs> channel. Uh, I think it's 103 or one of the somewhere in that number. Range. I heard about that one. I haven't it's, listened to that one yet. Pearl Jam's got their own channel. Matter yeah. of fact, I've, I've actually heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to their Tulsa show from 2014 oh, on really? the way to my basketball game today and on the way back. From that channel? Yeah. I listened to the whole cool. concert. That's how long it was. Like, they did, they're doing concerts in their entirety in Tulsa. Was on there. <laughs> and Eddie Vedder went off at the end. <clears throat> he went on. He goes, hey, uh, Oklahoma City is about 100 miles from here, right? Fuck those guys. Not Oklahoma City, <laughs> but the owners that stole my basketball thunder. team. He goes, it's kind of uh, talking about sucks. the Thunder? <laughs> yeah. He's like, kind of sucks, right? He goes, because I root, we still root for the Thunder. They got cool-looking jerseys, and they're still our team, but they're not in Seattle. So it's kind of like, well, fuck them. Yeah. And but they're the same time, we like them. They're big NBA fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then and then they were like, if they would have came to Tulsa, we'd have liked them a lot better. That's what he said in the concert. Well, you, you remember what their original name was going to be, right? Mookie Blaylock. Mookie Blaylock. So didn't he play oh, at OU? Yeah, yeah, he played oh, at OU and then oh, Seattle, man. right? No, he, he played for the Hawks. Too. Yeah, he did, did yeah. But they were big fans of it, and I don't know why. Yeah, that is he weird. He didn't play at Seattle. Because you're right. Gary Payton, I can see. Well, pretty crazy. Speaking of that, I watched a documentary with Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. Like 45 minutes long on NBA TV. They just released it about a month or two ago. And Sean Kemp was like, Yeah, I always had Pearl Jam hanging out with me during, before, and after the games. Like yeah. they were always in the locker room with Sean Kemp. And yeah. Gary Payton's like, I was always hanging out with rappers, but you always hang out with the rock groups, man. He's like, Yeah, man, Pearl Jam, that was my stuff. So that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> and Dennis Rodman is oh, yeah. a huge Pearl Jam oh, yeah. fan, too. But what, you know, what is weird on that? That old team back then with Kemp and them was Detlef Shrimp. And this is a there there is a band of horses song named Detlef Shrimp. And it is a beautiful song, man. If you seriously go out and listen to it. But it's because he moved from Seattle to North Carolina. Pacers. Was it? Indiana. I can't it was about them moving. Yeah. You know, kinda. But I thought they went to because they went to North Carolina. I thought he did too. But did the Bobcats even exist anymore? Yeah, they changed back to the Hornets. Did they? They were. Yeah. Okay. But that was like Carolina, right? Yes. Bobcat? Okay. Yep. Yeah, Detlef Shrimp. What a name. Detlef Shrimp. 
So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Old Pearl Jam. They're still a little upset about the Thunder. So. I can't blame. Them. Yeah, it sucks, man. I knew it was coming though. As soon as they bought yeah, yeah. bought that team, they they left there for two or three years, but the city kept turning down the tax to build the new arena. So they're like, okay, we're out. They built the new baseball stadium, but not the basketball. Hmm. That's what the Mariners, they kept the Mariners because of that, because they were like losing them too. Yeah, and then as soon as Oklahoma City put up the Ford Center then, they were like, we can move into that brand new facility. So, uh, the Ford Center, that's not where the Thunder play at, do they? Well, it's they still Ch- Chesapeake or? changed names a few times. Yeah, it's the Chesapeake uh, Arena now, but I'm pretty sure it's the exact. changed names again. Has it? I think. Damn. Because it's a, oh. it's a paid contract. Yeah. 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 So I'm same, pretty sure same it's arena. Virtually, yeah. virtually the same thing. I saw. Well, they've redone it and expanded it yeah. now. Pretty nice. And I know it's before they moved here because, like, I saw Pearl Jam there in like '03. Yeah. I've already talked about that yeah. on here, but you know, when Thunder didn't start up till '08. Well, what helped them get the Thunder was remember the Hurricane Katrina. Oh yeah, because that's what it was. Because they got came the up here for half a season. Yeah, and they did really well. Like yeah, sold, sold out, out every, game. every game, and the Thunder still have sold out every game. Yeah, pretty every much. Every game since, even. Until COVID. Times. Yeah. They're no fan. Speaking of that, Oklahoma City's the only and first team that said no fans at all this season in the stands. So hmm. makes sense though. They're trying to tank to get mm-hmm. no one pick. So why would you want people to pay to see you losing the games <laughs> if you're trying to rebuild? Kind of smart on their part economically. Yeah. It really is. Because they, they'll still have their sellout streak going. They don't have to worry about losing it this year. <laughs> so yeah, Pearl Jam must not be too mad about it. They've played in that arena several they times. That. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's good stuff, man. But I do miss the was the Myriad that was down there, mm-hmm. which is still there. It's the Cox Convention Center. Is it? Did they remodel it in any way? I haven't been there since it's been redone. Man, see, Oklahoma City. I was there December before COVID hit, and this is with the Angels and Airwaves. Oh yeah. Um, where did they play at? Criterion? Is that the name of that venue? Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. That's a Criterion. That's a pretty cool little venue. And that's DeLong's that band? Yeah. He branched off and uh, he just started to start his own group right there. Doing his own thing. So I know he's like super into UFOs and aliens and stuff. Is that music <laughs> primarily about that subject? or? Uh, no, he sings a little bit about everything. Love and all that and peace. and. Yeah. Gets a little bit of everything. But if you watch the videos, yeah, it looks like it looks like it's based off of uh, space travel, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it because he's he's pretty deep into that stuff. Yeah. Like, did you see him on Rogan? Yeah. Yeah. Big time deep. Yeah, the, Rogan. There was sometimes Rogan was like, I don't know if this guy's got all <laughs> got all his marbles, <laughs> man. Well, the the guy has his own, he has his own show. Is it unidentified over on the History Channel? Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know that. Two 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 seasons of it. But uh, yeah, it just gets into some of the the witness accounts, like fighter pilots seeing a tic tac yeah. flying UFOs over by like San Diego, things like that. But, yeah, yeah he, that was Dave, David Fravor. He was on Rogan too. That that's one of the best you can watch. Yeah, Rogan's had a lot of UFO people on recently too. So who knows what's going on with UFOs? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, Baker Mayfield—he just seen one. Did you see his? Piece I saw that. Week? I yeah. didn't see that. No, you no, didn't. No. He was—he was going back to Lake Travis and had his wife with him, and they saw something like come down out of the sky. I think into really? the lake. Yeah, yeah. and they, like he tweeted it immediately, and then other people he around the area—he didn't. 
I don't think anybody got video of it, but other people around Lake yeah, Travis were like, dude, I saw the same thing. He is not going crazy. That's weird. I forgot about that, Alan. It's coming, man. But, but, but within yeah. a week, an American Airlines pilot seen a UFO over New Mexico. This is all mm-hmm. within a week. So, I mean, something's going on, man. Yeah, that, that was like a cigar <laughs> shape that they've been seeing yeah. forever. I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw that on Reddit. They were thinking maybe it was like a cruise missile or something like that. That's how fast yeah, because they do. Cruise missiles do look like that, but I don't think they know what it is. It's kind of creepy, man. I'm telling you. I didn't want, I didn't want to get into it. That was the time to take it over, man. They're like, man, world's going to shit down there. I think this is our chance, guys. <laughs> you know, maybe they're just big fans of Baker Mayfield. And COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Dude, uh, that's funny. You said, you know, 20, 2020 has been, well, let's just catch up. Let's just get caught up. Yeah, no we're at shit, it. man. It's been... Go for uh, it. COVID kind of made it a little harder for us. I mean, as you can see, me and Kyle are live in Japan right now. <laughs> so we're, we're yeah, we're here. There's glass all around us. Yeah, we're in Kobe. We're, uh, and, you know, so things have changed. Our venue has changed a little bit. We haven't physically done Japan. a podcast in person Japan. in probably over a year. That was the last one. Yeah. It was in person. Yeah. But we're no longer at Compound Studios either. No, Compound Studios, the thing in the past, we're in... Uh, What's the new studio? I'm trying to we'll come up. GNAT Studio. <laughs> yeah, it is. There it is. GNAT Studio. If you hear any zapping, we're GNAT infested right now. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's like once every so often. So our background, we're doing Skype video for those of you all listening. We're, our background looks like we're in a office building, almost like a techie office building in Japan. Yeah. From the background. We're getting some Japan or some Hong Kong. Something, right? It's some place where you and I would never be together exactly. ever. <laughs> but the Nats right now are fitting for. Us, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So G Nats Studio. G Nats. Good job, Kyle. <laughs> I'm sure that'll change, dude. That's not too good. What uh? What, what, show, what, what shows you guys been watching lately? You guys into anything? Anything new? Well, you know, we're. I just got way off. Again, ADD. I apologize to the listeners. Um, going back oh, to 2020. Oh, I was gonna hit something real quick. Oh, go for it. So we okay. had we had to deal with COVID and all this nonsense. Uh, it's been crazy. I hope everybody's still being safe and all that. Now you got vaccinations and all that, which um, the CDC has came out with, and actually some countries are actually like buying into the guidelines. Uh, the CDC has came out with the zombie apocalypse guidelines, like legit. <laughs> have came. Out. I'm not lying. Look at it. Just came out this week. And uh, one of the countries overseas is like, yep, we're all in. We're going to start following those guidelines. So just a heads up. Don't forget, I am legend. They all start yeah. turning zombies because of the vaccine, not the virus. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, there's, I've, I heard we're like uh, V for Vendetta. There's something about I still need to see violence that. or, sorry, virus and like uh, I still need to see that. vaccines. I can't really remember. I like that, that movie, one? though. I heard it's good. Have you seen that one, Alan? Uh, so the one with the mask, he has a mask. Yeah, yes. yeah. Guy uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah, shaves her head bald. The thing was that the with movies is I can't remember it unless I watch it within like the last few days. I'll remember parts of it, but that's been so long that I couldn't even yeah. tell you what the what the movie is about. <laughs> it's good though. It's you know, yeah. it's remember, remember the fifth of November for the whatever because he planned. Uh, what's his name? Guy Pierce. Was it Guy Pierce in that movie? I don't know. No. The dude, the dude who really wanted to blow up the parliament. His name oh, was Guy something. Yeah. That's who that mask is, that like anonymous wears. That's right. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about Guy Fieri. But that's a real conspiracy. <laughs> like he really wanted to blow the up chef. The, the 
English Parliament. Yeah, I heard it was based off that. With gunpowder. That's what it was, the gunpowder thing. Where, yeah. yeah. I got to watch that. I heard it's an awesome movie. Yeah. I want to say Guy Fieri, but I don't I know. do. <laughs> That's what I was My guy, I keep, guy, guy Fieri. Keep thinking no. Flavortown. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, 20, 2021 could be the zombie pot. And I think, you know, Nostradamus supposedly predicts everything, but it's always <laughs> off. You know, but they yeah, said that he yeah. predicted this on the I think that dude was huffing something, bro. Dude, most most of those people that say they predict future usually are. Probably. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, but it has been crazy the last year. Yeah. Nine definitely. months since we've talked to everybody. Yeah. We haven't seen you guys in nine months. I know, it's crazy. You've grown a lot of hair since I've seen yeah, you. Yeah, I got a beard and long hair. Yeah. About to shave it off, huh? You got emo look on. I do, man. <laughs> Need to go see our friend Dave. Yeah, Alan, he's got like a sports shirt on. What it looks like to me, he's, he's oh yeah. Up. He's been playing football, man. He's getting jacked. He's getting yoked. <laughs> I was changing last nine months. Look, all them guns, man. So it's getting crazy. got the muscles, man. I've been drinking my muscle milk. Yeah, muscle milk. Yeah, I I prefer a fight milk. By Mac and Charlie from Always Sunny. <laughs> Is that the, I didn't know they had that. <laughs> Always Sunny. Has anybody seen that besides me here? I've seen uh, the first started couple seasons. Like two awesome. episodes That's, of it. Definitely give it a watch. Fight Milk episode is one of the best episodes. And Dayman. That's the other best. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually That's, seen Dayman, the fighter that. of the Nightman right. play or whatever. <laughs> and that is really good. It is, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's basically the last nine months. It's been crazy. Last year. Hope everybody's alive and kicking out there. Still listening. Thanks. Oh, big thanks. Big shout out. We had 727 listens since our last podcast on the last podcast episode. So thank you all for still supporting us. We're down. Sorry. I just hit my knee on the table. So big ups to our yeah, listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the, the patience, too. And, uh, Sticking with us as long as you have. Took some time, but we're so, back. Yeah. So it's been great. So good talking to y'all. We'll see you next time on the next episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we call us no. after hours shorts. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but I haven't watched any. Been watching any TV, man. Yeah. I just sent a Lance a text right now. Um, yeah, I saw that. I'm, I'm watching this uh this Netflix document. Oh, what is this? A little uh, show on Netflix called uh, "Murder Among the Mormons." It's about these uh, the bombings that happened in Salt Lake City back in like nineteen eighty five. So, anyways, I was, I was watching the show. I'm like, man, that that house looks so familiar. There's a little snippet of the the show I've seen on there, and then I was I was, I was like, all right, I got to I, I got a picture of that exact house. Just I just because I like big big mansions like that. It looks like something. So this is in like Utah. A, yeah, Salt Lake City. The, the city has so much history to it, but uh, but it's like, yeah, this. I got this uh, house in my my camera roll, so it took me a minute to find it, and I was like, this is the same exact house. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Looks like all brick too, huh? Dude, you yeah. know what it looks like? It looks exactly like the courthouse uh, in Dallas where JFK was shot. Oh, down there by that book suppository. Oh. Yes. The suppository. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me bring that up. I'll show you a picture of that. That's that crazy. That was on some movie. Uh, I can't even remember. 
So um, yeah. Anyways, I got Netflix just for that reason to see all these crime documents because man, I haven't had it in three or four months. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna check out the night. Was it the Nightcrawler? Night Stalker. Oh yeah. The, no, I mean, the remake. Ramirez, right? Yeah, it's a remake. Yeah, they have a little crime documentary on that. So this is not the movie version, but it's like a. Yeah. Hmm. Same architect, I think, did the old courthouse in Dallas. Yeah, that really does look similar. (laughs) Um, Night Stalker remake, I heard that was really good. I'm actually binge-watching Boardwalk Empire from like 2000. It was right after Sopranos, Terrence Winter, who co-wrote a lot of the Sopranos. He did with Steve Buscemi. It's 1920s Prohibition. How Atlantic City, and it's based off like Al Capone, Lucky Luciano. They're all in it. Mm-hmm. And it's based off how Atlantic City became Atlantic City's yeah. corrupt Prohibition. How it got big and gambling rings and all that. So that's pretty pretty interesting. Steve Buscemi's a pretty good actor. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, I always liked him. So that's a that's a really good show. A lot of good actors in that actually that came from that show after it hit it big. So that's what I've been watching. Um, and Walking Dead just started back up. And then, uh, what else did I just watch? Can't remember now. Mine's about, it's been nine months. I've watched a lot of stuff in the last nine months. Well, yeah, uh, I rewatched The Sopranos. I did watch all the seven seasons of that again. I still got to see that, but I've seen uh, The Undoing on HBO. Um, we got Shameless that's coming to an end next month. April 11th is our finale for that. Um, what else have I been watching? I still need to see that. Show. Is that the end of Shameless for Good? Uh, yeah, yeah, very, very end. Yep. Last it's been week. on quite a while, man. Mm-hmm. Good, good run. Eight or yeah, eight or nine seasons, maybe. Yeah, they're up to right. ten or eleven, I think. Yeah. Oh wow. <clears throat> yeah, probably, man. Because I, I saw the first couple seasons, or you know, here and there, about ten years ago. It'd have to be. Yeah. That's crazy. That speaking of Always Sunny, fourteenth, fifteenth season going out. And did, but they quit there for a while, right? And came back? No, they just as COVID, they had a break. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a lot of seasons, man. I'm trying to think. Last nine months, what else I watched? Show, I watched Fargo season four. It's great. I never, I never started that. That was really good. Fargo, the whole I did watch the movie, awesome. though. Yeah, watch, definitely yeah, watch season one. Great. Billy Bob Thornton in season one. Yeah, I heard he was amazing. good. Dude, yeah. It all ties with the movie, too. All these shows. Mm-hmm. It's basically a super fan who's a writer director mm-hmm. of the uh, brothers that did all the movies, and he's he puts so many Easter eggs. Yeah, Coen Brothers Easter eggs in every one of his episodes of the shows. And mm-hmm. you, you and me and anybody that's watched them will catch them every time. They're like little one-liners and stuff. Oh, like, oh yeah. that's from this movie. And yeah. This movie. Yeah, it's a pretty big cool. Lebowski. Oh yeah, it's a Lebowski. Any movie they've done, you'll you'll catch them. It's pretty awesome. I think that's all the stuff I've watched. And Beastie Boys. I, watched, I finally got to watch it. Hey, you got yeah. Apple TV now? I did. I watched awesome, the Beastie man. Boys uh, documentary. That was, it's a, it's a good in one. my it's opinion, a, it's one of the best documentaries well. I've ever seen. Huh? It's a tearjerker. I'm part Dude, of it. I did. I cried yeah. twice. Oh, God. Dude, it's, yeah, it is. It's uh, because it's them two. They're on a stage. It's like full concert, but they're not yeah. singing. And they're talking and they have these video clips. Spike Jones. He's at the projector, and they kind of joke back and forth with him, too. It's done really well, and it goes from how they came up to the end. And spoiler alert, there's a lot of stuff you find out. I now find out why they didn't get along with Rick Rubin and uh, Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize how big their beef was with them until 
I watched this. I was like, oh, now I see why. What was it, financial maybe? Yeah, well, basically they kept pushing them to do stuff. They they started as a punk rock band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, matter of fact, the drummer, this is something else I learned on there. The drummer, the original drummer was a female drummer. Yeah, she went to L.C. She went to, yeah. Yeah. uh, no, Luscious, Luscious Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, my and bad. they ended up that that was the first band they ever signed. Like years later, because mm-hmm. the last time they saw her back in Brooklyn, um, they didn't even talk as awkward. And then they signed this band later on, and that was two of the friends in the band. It was them yeah. to their own label, which I didn't know that had a label. They on have the that song, "My Naked Eye." Yep, song. that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great song, man. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, the Rick. I I still don't think they've talked to Rick Rumor or Russell Simmons. Through all those years, pretty, but they were basically just pushing them like, no, 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 you need to be shock rock and party all the time, blah, blah, or shock rap, party all the time. We want you to be this image. And they're like, we were musicians before. We want to like do stuff. So they split. Um, uh, God, mine's going blank. Uh, Ad Rock, MCA, and all them guys, but he kept pushing and doing like music on his own. And they all came back together and then everything came from there. Hmm. On their own, they did it on their own dime and everything. Crawled back up. What year was that? It was their second second album. So way back in eighty nine, ninety. What's the second one? Uh, Paul's, Paul's Boutique. Yeah, it is Paul's Boutique. Isn't it? That was the first one they did on their own. I mean, yeah. So that was the first one they did on their own, and uh, they thought it'd be the su- successful hit. Matter of fact, someone actually no, someone funded that one. Another label. Like, yeah, we got you, we got you, and it bombed because they've yeah. been irrelevant. And they wasn't the party. So then they went. Then they went on their own. The third album and built themselves up from there, which was a uh, license to ill, right? Uh, no ill communication. I believe so. No, there's check one, your one, head. Check your head. Yeah. And then it went up from yeah. It's hard Definitely, for me to remember. You gotta watch it, man. It, yeah, you. They cry. You cry. Everybody cries. We all cry. It is. What do you think, Alan? About it? rest in peace, Adam York, man. Oh man, Ad Rock was. Ad-Rock reminds me of some of me and you know real well that mixes and produces in the music industry. So if you watch that documentary, your mind's going to go right to that person. Okay. I'll just let you know. (laughs) He's got to be a guest on the show someday and talk some punk rock. Dead giveaway. Punk rock. They they get (laughs) into how some of the members, was it one decided to move to Los Angeles, kind of pick up acting for a little bit. Yes. This is when when Beastie Boys kind of split up for a little bit. And then – Yep. Another one moved out there, and they're like, you know what? Let's start back. Let's move back to New York and start this band over again. But uh, huh. we gotta we gotta That's let cool. uh, yeah, you gotta see it. You gotta watch it, Dunk. It's it's amazing. Well, I always really like their live performances yes. of their punk stuff. Like, there's a really good one of them doing uh, oh, what's the one we all like? Sabotage. Sabotage. Oh, you learned about what that song's about too. Oh yeah, that oh. was interesting. What's it about? Should we tell you? <laughs> okay, spoiler alert. Anybody didn't watch it yet? We've only been talking about it. Yeah, I'm probably the only person. We've that only been talking. Well, we talked about it for what? As soon as it was released before our break on this show. So uh, I didn't know this either. Never knew what the song was about. But when you watch the documentary, um, they started, you know, they came up with the music stuff on their own. They're like, oh, I like that drum beat. And they start putting it. The bass line, I think, started, which was uh, Ad Rock. And then they started doing the drums. And he plays a little riff on the guitar. I'm like, all right. Right, and he goes, so they just mix the music. They just jam the music. There's yeah. no lyrics. And they brought him in, and uh, they were working with Mario C. Yeah. And I guess he's kind of a harsh producer at times and can be a prick. So now when you hear the song, you hear everything he's saying. He's like, he just started going off at Mario C. 
how he pisses him off all the time. He's like, shut me down with the push of a button because yeah. he mutes him and he's his mic. So all that, <laughs> he starts just rapping, like pointing at him the whole time through the booth, like pointing and cussing at him. And that's Mario that C likes to keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool to learn that. Even I mean, that's how uh, many layers of the onion it pulls back. That you learn stuff like that on the documentary. It's pretty awesome. Man, I remember seeing that cool. video on MTV. Man, you're just like, man, this is the coolest like action comp action film I've ever seen. Yeah, my entire life. That was a <laughs> badass video though. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, coaches. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know I've said this before, but I like everything Spike Jones has ever done, man. His videos are the best. And I don't really watch videos anymore, but I, I guess people still make them. MTV is a thing of the past. It's just kind of sad. I don't see why people would make videos anymore if you don't really have a platform. It's YouTube, YouTube, man. I, right I, YouTube. I guess it is YouTube. I mean, there is still MTV out there. and they Actually, there's some channels. That just showed nothing but videos. There's like five or six MTV channels now. But. Well, the last video I watched was for the, you know, Tools guitar, Adam Jones. I know you guys do, but he released his own signature series of guitar, Les Pauls, which I would love to have. But he, I guess he did the video, and it's like this little creature, like, crawling through, like, all types of terrain. And he finally sees this, like, beacon in the sky, and he gets up, climbs up this mountain, and the the beacon is that guitar, <laughs> and it's just so weird. But I guess that's kind of like a tool video. Yeah, that's what it reminded me. It had their music in the background. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty I guess, crazy. Uh, speaking of tool, uh, Maynard Keenan. Have you seen him on Joe Rogan, or he was on mm-hmm. another show recently? It might have been Strumbo on Apple Music, but uh, I guess he caught COVID twice, man, and it kind of like t- took a toll on Dang. him. You didn't twice? know that? Yeah. I knew about once. I didn't know about it twice. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Rogan mentions him all the time because he's like, you know, you can get that shit twice. He yeah. said it messed with his lungs. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took him all to get recovered off that, man. Holy crap. I figured you would know that. You're like the Not biggest the second part. I knew about the first time. I heard it did jack with him a little bit, but if yeah, you got it twice, that makes total sense. And, you know, that dude's healthy, man. Oh, yeah, he trains yeah, everywhere he goes. Yeah. When I went and saw Perfect Circle when they came to Tulsa, I was lucky enough. Me and my wife got to go watch them. Um, had to be okay, but work had sweets. Mm-hmm. Our vendor of Cox Communications, like uh, she said, anybody want to go to this concert? Or Perfect Circles come. I was like, sign me up. So yeah. we stayed in the suite, which is cool though there because you can sit in seats just outside of it, like you're right there. So we got to watch them from that. And a guy that was in there with us owns his own jujitsu. Uh, place in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Maynard trains with him when he comes to Tulsa. Hmm. So that dude, just talking to him before they played was like, cool. But yeah. I was like, man, what's he like? What's he like? Oh, he's like so cool. Like him and his wife was telling us all about how he is and like he don't take it easy on me, you know? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's all into it. So he he's a very healthy guy. Works out, trains. He's only got 700 things he does. He's like, yeah, he's only like two steps to like what Mike Patton does. Mike Patton's 100% music. He's in 27 bands. Yeah. But Maynard's got a winery, restaurants, well, jiu-jitsu. It's kind of like Henry Rollins. Yes. He's, those three guys together are freaking insane. Well, this is something I learned in, in art school. Like, the more stuff you do... Did you have an art school girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But <laughs> the more stuff that you produce, you'll have more masterpieces. Right. It, it, it's, it's a lot worse to just focus on one thing and try to make that the greatest ever because that, that usually doesn't 
live up to what you think it's going right. to. It's, it's better to be busy all the time. And oh, yeah. You'll be more successful. Well, so. that, that first time he was on Rogan, that first interview, Rogan's like, well, how do you do this? Why do you do this? He goes, idle hands, right? Yeah. And that's and what I agree he always lives by. Yeah, he said he, well, he this is what business. I was talking about with last night to a couple of my friends. You know, it's like, that's why I listen to podcasts, man, because if you watch TV, you have to be there with it. Like, you, you're yeah. watching it. But you can do a lot of things listening to a podcast. Oh, yeah, you can multitask. Yeah. Driving, if you're on drives or working. Yeah, so I'm still on my podcast kicks. Yeah, me too. Mine are all over the spectrum now. Like, I just don't sit on one. Like, I used to all jump around. Like, House of Pain. (laughs) Sorry. I'm subscribed to, like, probably over 75 podcasts. But but, but now I have to queue up maybe, like, five to ten at a time. Just because there's so many podcasts. You'll find out. I know. Like, someone else has a podcast. Oh, man. I gotta check that out. Not enough time. So wait, day. which ones you been <laughs> listening to? Uh, lately, my career yeah. podcast. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of another one. I'm gonna start back with Mark Marin because I haven't oh, listened WTF? to him. WTF? Yeah, that's old school, like Rogan. Yeah, Rogan. Yeah. I've been listening here. to. I've been listening to a really cool one. Uh, it's with the uh, Workaholics guys. It's called uh, "This Is Important." Yeah, I just I just subscribed to that one. I haven't heard anything off of it yet, dude. You're gonna love it. If if you like those guys, you will love that podcast, and you get to hear more of Kyle too. You know, because he wasn't an actor; he was directing that show. Right. But he's still one of their best friends. So you for you don't know how hilarious he really is. You know, he plays Carl. Yeah, yeah. In Workaholics, but it's kind of like Kyle on this show. You hear more Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) You might see Adam in Righteous Gemstones too. Uh, Yeah. Some some other ones. One life, one chance is a. Podcast by Toby Morris from H2O and Hayden oh, yeah, Street. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of I've seen them at Warped Tour 2000. Yeah. That's a band? Punk rock. I've never heard of right? that. Hardcore New York punk rock. Band, uh, right? Yeah, real fast. Fast uh, yeah. punk rock. Hardcore punk. Hmm. I remember seeing H2O. them. H2O. Yep. Hoover H2O. had them CD. Okay. I don't remember them. Yeah. Uh, Dean Del Rey, I just listened to his again. I listen to his sometimes too. He, he had one. With uh, Henry Rollins, and Henry Rollins actually mentions uh, about watching TV and how he when he moved to LA. He was like, you know, what? he got rid of his TV. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I don't no know way. if he inspired me, but <laughs> he, he, uh, Kyle's going with the teachings of Rollins. Huh? Yeah, he's a he's a Rollins uh, Rollinsite. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I. I I look up to him, you know, in a way, but I, I'm not a big black flag, black flag fan. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I, 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 I like listening to like how he has like spoken word and he, he talks about traveling and just yeah. what he'll do is he'll, he'll go to a country and just take millions of like a bunch of pictures or meet up with people. Yeah. Talk with them. But uh, probably well, not Tom lately. Green, Tom Green's doing that now where he's traveling the, the country. I still crack and lance <laughs> up with that slip. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> We are not editing that. That was the the craziest slip I've ever. No, heard but Tom Green's been going around the country in like a Winnebago, doing this. the same thing with like yeah. his dog and like making music and stuff. He yeah, was he's on got a, Rogan. He got a YouTube channel doing all that. Does he? Yeah, I, he does. I should probably start watching now. that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it was cool to see him and David Letterman interview each other recently. That was not too long ago. I watched parts of that. David Letterman, you know, he's got a show too. Yeah, the one on Netflix is doing that, huh? 
Uh, I think so, but him and Tom Green like merged shows for one episode to hmm. do an interview. It was pretty interesting, actually. So, yeah, I always liked David Letterman. Back yeah, back. I, he was my favorite late night guy. Probably, and Conan, yeah. and Conan. Those are my two. But that's what I was going to say about Beastie Boys. They do a live performance of Sabotage on David Letterman. That's yes, gold, man. Yeah, I forgot I was going to bring that up. It's one of the most well-known uh, performances on that show. Yeah, and he loves Pearl Jam. Oh, he loved rock. He loved yeah. music. He sure. he, I, he said his favorite song was uh, Everlong from uh, yes, Foo Fighters. They played that on, yeah. yeah, you would think yeah. with such an old guy, he wouldn't really. No, he, he was pretty hip, man. Yeah. In the well, you remember he got married and had a kid at like yeah. his fifties, man. Well, then he like sexually harassed all them women too. Did not know that. I don't. Remember yeah, that. dude. If, he, if that came out today, he'd probably be Cantwell. He's not on anything but a podcast. I think he's but... on Netflix now or something. I think it's Netflix, isn't it, Alan? Yeah, he has some kind of a show where it's just like set up on a stage, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, just just two people interviewing, he's talking with another person. <laughs> Which have you all seen the? You know, it's it's definitely improv, but it almost seems so real that you can't believe it, but you want to believe it. With Zach Galifianakis between two ferns. Oh yeah, those are some of the. <laughs> even though you know they know each other already, they still play it off so good. Yeah. <laughs> But didn't That's some of the bed? Leverman was on that once. Was too. he? Yeah, the, with mean, the big beard and everything. Wasn't Obama on there too? Yeah, oh, everybody. Yeah. Hillary, everybody's Hillary, politics, yeah. uh, and and just Zach Galifianakis, the stuff he comes up with. But the but the improvisation of the guests, which you know most of them knowing, but the way they fire back, even Steve Carell, the yeah. back forth of them, there's some of the best stuff, man. There's, I heard the movie was terrible. What movie? They did a movie, unfortunately. Of uh, between two ferns, they turn it oh, into I a movie around the different interviews. The interviews are great, yeah, but the movie, the surrounding it, is absolutely terrible. Hmm. So, you know, don't watch it. Okay, I will. just watch the interviews. <laughs> that's that's it. And I heard Coming to America was not good. I haven't seen it. Part yeah, two. I've, I've, yes. Have I've you seen it, Alan? Disappointing. Uh, no, I don't have Amazon. That's on, it's on Amazon, right? It's on Prime. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, two of our friends seen it. Yeah. The old school. Monice, yeah. and they both said, "Well, when you saw this PG-13, that pretty much tells you it's not going to be what you expect." And then it well, the old one was too, right? Well, they didn't have PG-13. Remember, it's PG or R, so it's probably R. Oh, really? Remember, there was no 13. Yeah, until like until the 90s. Yeah. yeah, so there was kind of you could get away with a little more like they live. Yeah, I think it was going to be PG the whole time until the last scene where, you know, there's the girl at the yeah. end turned it to R. I mean, that's there. Hmm. They got away with a lot with PG stuff, man. Hmm. Back in the day. I would have never thought that yeah, the, the toy was PG, but there was a lot of things in that. You're like, Ooh, that could have been, that should have been PG 13. There was a lot of stuff we watched that probably would have been 13 ratings. I wonder why they would want to do that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know because they just had one or the other. So, yeah. Did you, guys see, did you guys see the little things with the Denzel Washington and Jared Little? Yes. Yeah, the Malik. That, that, yeah. HBO I, Max. That's. Yeah. I had to go into it. I had to go that go into that movie without any expectations. When like after the movie ended, I was like, you know what? You know what? That wasn't too bad. You know. I liked it. Um, yeah. It was supposed to get made '93. What is it again? I can't. So really it's remember. about. Basically, I don't want to spoil too much. You haven't watched it. The premise basically is ex-cop, some things happen. He's in a neighboring town, basically, right, Alan? And he comes back, catches on a case with a new detective, which is that uh, Rami Malek. 
right? Yeah, is, that that I, is that I Robot or what's his name? Robot Man? Yeah, he was Hacker in Man. I Robot, <laughs> and he was, of course, uh, Freddie Mercury, Mercury yeah. Bohemian yeah, yeah. Rhapsody. So he, that Rami, I can't quite say his name wrong. It's French, it's right? <laughs> uh, he, he, he kind of likes Denzel's character, and it's like, oh, this guy got ran off, oh, but why? And anyways, they kind of work together. And Jared Leto plays a serial killer yeah. character. Yeah, it's coming back to me. Um, I haven't seen it, but I know uh, it is. It was really good. It was actually, that was supposed to get made in 93 by this director. And it, he could never get it picked up. And then he got into other projects mm-hmm. and never made it. So he kept it. Like, because it's set in 1990, right, Alan? And he kept yeah, it, like, 90s vibe. Like, everything around it. The, the, the cinematography and everything. It's pretty cool how he did it. I liked it for the art. It, it brought back so the memories of Los movie? Angeles. Yeah. Like so so it's, all, it's all filmed in Los years. Angeles. And... Yeah. But, uh... It's good, man. I liked it. And HBO Max has like everything now. So they got really? the Snyder Cut that's going to come out. Justice League, thank goodness. That will salvage that franchise because the original one sucked. Josh Whedon was terrible. Really? Yeah, he's the one that did the horrible Star Wars too, X-Men. wasn't he? Or was it X Men? Yeah, he did some of the some of the X Men movies. A few. He's done a lot of things, but his well, Snyder he pulled out. I guess his daughter died. Mm-hmm. Had some issues personal come up, so he didn't get to finish the movie. But he finished <laughs> quite a bit of it. Yeah. And then this other guy came in and made it all rainbows and roses because it's too dark. DC's too dark. When Snyder's dark. Cut was gonna be darker. Yeah. And of course they squashed it and kiboshed it. Yeah. You know, the whole cancel culture culture thing. Yeah, I know. I was gonna bring that up. Like since this nine month layoff, we've had a lot of comedians and people have been just totally canceled. A lot of a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Have been yeah. definitely changed or and or canceled. So Yeah, because uh, uh, Delia, Brian Callen. Uh, Delia just few days ago more stuff just came out yeah he's getting sued by like some teenage girl 17, yeah. yeah marilyn manson bunch of stuff coming out oh, yes. which jeez. Oh. oh my god yeah go ahead alan i, I gotta yeah. add to that one yeah so i, I what i did is I, I found the book for 10 bucks on uh, apple so now i gotta go back and read what was going on in the late 90s you know and how he how he writ, writ, written but stuff about trent Reznor. now Reznor's you know denouncing him <laughs> You say no, it's all a lie. What a yeah, it's. I wouldn't say anything yeah, lately on that. Yeah, Trent Reznor, he came out what about a, two or three weeks ago because this book came out. Maryland's like, oh yeah, Trent was doing this crap with me too, you know, degrading women sexually or whatever, you know. Which uh, let me back this up first. It was over a year ago that Twiggy got him so some heat, right? And him and Maryland Manson were playing together again. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, or Jordy, whatever you want to. Yeah. Name. And he kicked him out immediately. Marin's like, I can't be a part of this. You're out of my band. And then, like, a few months later, uh, what was her name? The actress he was with. That, yeah. She was the first Rachel one. Rachel Evanwood. Yes. She came out and was like, what? And just blasted him. And then ever since, like, hmm. you know. But, I don't want to get into it. But when he kicked Twiggy, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got, you mean to tell me. I knew right then. Like, you mean to tell me Marilyn Manson didn't do some crazy stuff? You know, I was just like. I knew it was coming. I knew it was a matter of time, that guy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's he's canceled. Um, Delia, that one, just crazy. Callan. Uh, Callan actually is making a comeback. I, I guess. Jeremy Piven. Yeah, Piven, too. Yeah. 
He's actually, uh, he is now co-hosting Mike Tyson's podcast. Oh, is he? <clears throat> well, yes. I know that he does a lot I of listen to that podcast, too, by the way. What's it called? He's it's talking about good. Pippen from Entourage? He's co-hosting yes, with Mike Jerry Tyson? Pippen. He has not acted in forever, so he went to stand-up. Um, and he's never done stand-up. I thought he used to do it back in the day because he's so funny and quick, yeah. and improv- he improv- improvs a lot of his lines in all of his movies from the 80s through the 90s mm-hmm. and Entourage. Yeah. Um, so he jumped into it. Matter of fact, Rogan... When he first found out that Piven, I think it was Rogan that when he first found out that Piven was doing it, he was like, what? Why is it? Oh, okay. So some actor just thinks he can do stand-up. But yeah, then yeah, after yeah. they like met and stuff and talked, because I yeah. guess Piven had a little bit of beef with him because he did meet Rogan. And Rogan introduced him and goes, oh, imagine that. Look at who it is. This an actor who thinks he can do stand-up. It's so easy. Everybody can do it. But he said it like kind of as a tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. And then they had a beef for a little bit. But now I guess they're cool. And I'm hoping that he has Piven on his show. That'd be cool to have him because Piven on his podcast with Tyson, it's him, Mike Tyson. It's really good. The two of them together, sure, yeah. the back and forth with them. Yeah. God, what is the name of it? I'm gonna look it up. I just started listening to it. Hotbox? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They, they co host Hotbox together. Yeah. It's good, man. And I like Piven. Matter of fact, while we're on the subject, so Bricktown has a comedy club now. Oh, really? And finally, Oklahoma has, because you, I, I saw Dean Del Rey and Phil Burr at the Brady. Yeah. So you usually got to go somewhere like that. But Bricktown, right there in the heart of Bricktown, in one of the old uh, restaurants or something, they turned it into a comedy club. Hmm. And they've had like Craig Robinson, hmm. Jeremy Piven. Now with COVID, they've had to reschedule all of these, but Jeremy yeah. Piven's coming back. Um, uh, oh, gosh. Eddie Murphy's supposed to do some stand-up. He's supposed come to back go back stand to stand-up. Up. Oh, come on, uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, Kevin Nealon. Oh, yeah. It's been there. I mean, it's big names all across the board that are going to Bricktown. So we all need to take a trip to the city. Yeah, I would definitely like to do that. Post-COVID, hopefully, because they've had to reschedule. They keep bumping shows. And they have it open because it's – have you ever been to a comedy club before? Yeah, I'm just You're wondering. spread out anyways. Your yeah. tables are usually spread out. It's kind of usually. a restaurant environment. Because I've been to Looney Bin. I've been to the Improv in Dallas or Addison, which is Dallas. And I've been to the Improv in Kansas City. And they're all the same setup. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Table stage, table. That's yeah. how the brick town is, too. Actually, I lied. It's uh, You know where the stadium is? Baseball stadium? Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola Event Center? Yeah. I hop in the corner, and there's that stretch of buildings right there. Yeah. It's in the middle of that. Okay. So it's right there kind of on its own. Not Traffic's not too bad. We should go. Let's go. Yes. Then we got to go to the Outsiders' house, too. We still got to plan that trip. They've been yeah. doing open houses lately. Yes, they're starting to open back up a lot. Yeah. Uh, of course, still COVID restrictions. And I guess C. Thomas Hallett, from what I heard, is going to start living in Tulsa part time, too, I guess. So that's that's weird, cool. Man. Yeah. C. Thomas Hallett, Pony Boy. He played Pony Boy. Yeah. Oh, really? He's on the Tickety Talk doing videos. It's pretty funny watching some of them. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of them recently. My wife said, Hey, check this out. Isn't this Pony Boy? And I'm like, Yeah. And he he owns it, man. It's it's pretty cool. Guy kind of like makes fun of it at the same time, but yet is still so passionate about the outsiders. That's that's cool. All of them really are, except for like you don't ever hear Tom Cruise or Matt Dillon talk about it, which is kind of a bummer. Cause I like Matt Dillon. <laughs> they 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 both need like Rob Lowe loves it, talks about yeah. it. Um, also, we got to get Danny Boy in the show. I know that's still a dream guest to have on here, but I listen to Danny Boy's. Uh, interview with Chris Jericho. Mm. He's got his podcast. And that's a good podcast, too, because yeah. he has all kinds of different people. We had Danny Boy on there, and when he came to Tulsa for Fozzie, you know, when he's at Rocklahoma, he came over to the Outsiders' house. 
because he grew up a big uh, two-bit. He wanted to be like two-bit. Mm-hmm. The yeah. character was, that was his favorite character. He wanted to be just like him. That, that is kid. crazy yeah. to think I mean, about. That movie is known like worldwide. Yeah. Because he's Canadian. Yeah. He was Canadian. Yeah, like, I know. That's, yeah. You know, I'm just, that's pretty cool how big of a falling that has. So we definitely need to still take that trip. Yeah, definitely. To house. And maybe take our gear and be like, hey, Danny Boy, let's let's set this up real quick. Hey, Danny Boy's on the, on the One Life, One Chance podcast as well. Episode 70, yes. by the way. Yes, he's on. So. He's all across the board. He's, I'll send he's you a link a to it. Going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'd right. like to see that, too. And he's on a, him and a, a local news guy. I have a, the Burger Boys. Terrell. Yeah, Ron Terrell. Ron Terrell. Good guy too. Met him a few times. So. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know dude. him personally. But yeah, they both. They are. both are. Yeah. And then Donnie, who helped set up a lot of stuff for Danny Boy, he's like, like four foot eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Donnie, if you listen. But Danny, if he does listen, he knows, he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, but good stuff. That's good for Tulsa. Tulsa is really growing in a positive way. It seems like even through the COVID stuff, it seems like downtowns. Constantly expanding, which is good because for the longest time, biggest gripe with Tulsa 20 years ago, well, we don't like Oklahoma City. We don't like Well, they were smart and said, we're going to get rid of this old rundown. We're going to put a river in it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called you know, Riverwalk, their Riverwalk, but it's a Bricktown district. Where Tulsa, you have Brookside, like Peoria. Yeah. And then way over here, you had like where Woodland Hills is, river that area. And then you had a little bit downtown and everything was just spread out but now it's like everything's starting to centralize a little more yeah. make it a little cooler so things are on the up and up and they, he's getting a lot of publicity for Tulsa so that's pretty cool because he lives in Tulsa yeah, right? yeah. at the Mayo he Hotel. does yep. I wouldn't think that would be like a super nice place to live but... Judas do you ever been in there no but I heard it is but I never really thought yeah like uh, when they redone it all um, it still looks yeah. And you know, like the original, I had to go in there a few times at my old job. I had to do some work in there. I was like, that's pretty freaking nice. I went into one yeah, of maybe those. Maybe hosting a lot of parties over there. back when you know before COVID, but stuff like Christmas yeah. parties, things like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I heard pretty it was cool, nice. Man. I just seen pictures from inside. But it looks it looks pretty classy. Mm-hmm. Is it? It is. Yeah. Yep. I never. They redid I never it. thought that, but I I have heard that recently. But like, oh yeah, that's pretty like high rise. And I was like, mm-hmm. they must have like. Half floor flats or something, you know what I mean? Like to have a lot of room, and yeah. Shit. Yeah, so, I, I, I think yeah. they have a secret garage there with a bunch of collectible cars in there. What that'd be cool. I, 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 think, I think Danny put Danny up. posted some pictures. Oh man, okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, because uh, I have to watch that. Yeah, you know, Danny Boy was living at the mail, and I'm watching Boardwalk Empire now, right? So the main character with Steve Brashimi is Nucky Thompson, who's based off of real life characters or whatever but he lived for the longest time he lived in the ritz carlton like he had a whole room so danny boy is like the nucky thompson of Tulsa. <laughs> he lives in the mayo because that's kind of their big you know hotel downtown so oh, when i do meet him i'm gonna tell him that <laughs> like maybe like the nucky thompson of Tulsa. you're putting us on the map man and you're living in the hotel like he did the ritz carlton so, so i would not want to live at a hotel man Man, he likes it. Which he still travels a lot too, you know, on both coasts. Yeah. He still got well, he's in producing uh a Delta Bravo uh, exploration team. So they go to the old movie sites and stuff. Yeah. He's got a bunch of guys that do that and he still does House of Pain, La Coca Nostra. He's got like all kinds of different 
rap groups he's in still and produces. So good for him. And he's brought a lot, like I said, brought a lot of celebrities here too. I mean, matter of fact, they just did last season, kind of before COVID, or right kind of when it was kicking off. Was it last season or season before? They had a the guy from American Pie that played the rookie as a kid actor. Oh yeah. So yeah. He, they did they did a showing for his movie, The Rookie, at the Circle Cinema. Danny Boy Hagman, but he did the first pitch, and so he brings people here all the time. I thought that's pretty. Uh, cool. Cannot remember that guy's name. Durs from Workaholics yeah. Is, yeah. is in that movie. Is he really? Yeah, whenever he's a kid, he plays one of like the background characters that played baseball with that kid or something. Hilarious. And, I want to look for that. We were talking about uh, Rob Lowe earlier. Um, yeah, next, he's he came, big, big time. About yeah, the outsiders house stuff. He came through Tulsa when he was filming a show here with his with the mm-hmm. sons. He has that. Uh, I think they went to go find Bigfoot. They did. Out, yeah, out yeah. In southern Oklahoma. So I, I got to catch up on that. I seen one episode of it, but it turned out not to be the Oklahoma Oklahoma episode. I've I've seen that yeah. episode. We watched yeah. it here because it said yeah. we watched a couple of the shows. I think we watched the whole season, and because we knew the end, he was he showed, "Hey, I'm at the Outsiders' house." He went to the Thunder game, and then he went to the Outsiders' house because it showed him at the Thunder game. It was uh against the Lakers, hmm. and then I think it was Kobe's last season. And then he came. The Outsiders house because they're just starting to remodel everything, and then he went on that Sasquatch with those two guys, like took them out on a tour or <laughs> guided hunt. It was crazy. I watched that episode. It was interesting, and it's both his boys on that one, that episode. Yeah, I've heard him talk about it, but I haven't seen it. He's pretty cool, man. I, I do like oh Parks and Rec. I started watching that. I got to like I'm subscribe his podcast three. as well. I've only. I don't know if I've ever. Which one is Parks and Rec? That's the one with Amy Fowler. Uh, yeah. Ron, uh, his character named Ron Swanson. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. No. Uh, I've seen some episodes of that. Chris Pratt. Great show, dude. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Uh, Rashida Jones. Start from that. Yeah, Rashida Jones. Yeah, yeah but I only seriously saw like the first <laughs> half of that season. You should definitely watch first season. That. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah, I like everybody on that. Show. Yes. Uh, what's his name that plays Ron Swanson? Oh man, you had to put me on. And he's married to the girl from Oklahoma City. Yeah, he's, he's married, married to Megan Mullally. Hilarious to uh, What's his name, Alan? Woodworker too, big, big woodworker. Yeah. What is that? Um, um, okay, hold on. The dude that plays Ron Swanson. He's <clears throat> oh, married to Megan Mullally. People are is, is that the mustache? Right now, like, you don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, he got the mustache. Yeah, I don't um, like his name. Oh, come on, guys, get it together. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Nick Offerman. <laughs> yeah, Offerman. So what's crazy about Nick Offerman? It's kind of weird at the same time. So I was watching Deadwood way back when, but we rewatched that a couple years ago. We did that in The Sopranos and all that. Nick Offerman's in Deadwood as like this drunk cowboy that gets killed in like one or two episodes. But it was before he was in anything. Yeah. And he comes out with his pants down and his junk in his hand from fucking a <laughs> prostitute in the yes. Banging, I'm sorry, I said the cuss word. Banging prostitute. It was a whorehouse, swear it's a whorehouse. Anyways, he came out of there and you see his, I'm like, when I saw it the second time around, when I watched the show, I was like, that's Nick Offerman, and I just saw his junk. I didn't even see it. <laughs> and he dies shortly after. Spoiler alert. But oh, man, he's going to watch that. No. <laughs> yeah, he was in a lot of stuff before he kind of took off into the acting, as big as he is now, but he's hilarious. So. Now it disappeared. Oh, there he is. We lost him on the screen. Shut down. Change locations here. Okay. So, yeah, that, uh, 
Well, so now you, Dunk, you were talking about, uh, you've done a lot of podcasts, but you watched some, you and Alan both watched Coachella. I haven't seen oh, that yeah. still. It's free on YouTube. I yeah, didn't know that until Alan told us on that one ep- one of the last episodes we did for podcasts. But yeah, I mean, I didn't, I don't have a ton to say about that. Like, we before the podcast started, we talked about uh, how Daft Punk was a big part of Coachella there for a while, had a big, uh, I guess a famously popular show that they played there i don't remember hearing about it but it was like 2012 2013 or something yeah and, and a lot, a lot like up. yeah after how many years almost 28 years maybe less than that yeah, they, they only had four um, albums yeah but <laughs> i've seen i've seen people i've seen people posting something being like i like i like how daft punk haven't been doing their job for the past eight years and they just announced that they're breaking up <laughs> Like, that's the last time they put out an album. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Dude, I love reading. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm a sucker for this. Like, when videos get posted or stuff like that, news announcement, I'm starting to, like, read the comments of what people say. Oh, yeah. Some of those people should be comedians. Oh, so that's like, sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, 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 I know, like, maybe three songs of Daft Punk. I, I love it. But it's like... It, okay. it, it's kind of it's cool to see how... Uh, Coachella changed to being only rock. It, it transformed to yeah. everything else in between. Uh, electronica, everything you think of rap. You know, they, they could go from having Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, to having Beyonce. Close down well, that's like Coachella. Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo is that way, too. It started yeah. out kind of rock or folksy, and then it mm. went to rock. Now it's like everything. Like yeah. everything's that way, almost. It's a rock the home. I know it's strictly rock now. Yeah. And then uh, Sun Festival down in Orlando. I've always wanted to go down there, just check it out, or uh, Gulf Shores Festival. But it's, I mean, everything's expanding now. But it's, again, those two or three-day festivals, I'm just... I'm but out. but on that Coachella documentary, what's it called, 20 Years in the Desert? Man, I haven't even seen it since it came out. But yeah, I think it's something like that. Basically, because there, yeah. there was no Coachella happening last year. But, what, down, almost but made, they... what almost made me cry... Was the Pixies oh. getting back together? Because that's what that's what Coachella first deal? was. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's what Coachella first was. They like resurrected old bands yes. to come back and yeah. you know make their new you know showing or whatever. I know Tool and Rage always <laughs> well, played Coachella. Wasn't Rage supposed to reunite for that? They were. Yes. Weren't they? Well, they, they, they actually back. went on a tour before that, and they started that tour, and then COVID. Matter of fact, we had our tickets to Kansas City to go watch them, mm-hmm. and we got refunded. Because hmm. they actually let us hold on to them for six months, and they're like, "Hey, this might not happen, so yeah. here's your money." They, we had to wait six months. Matter of fact, a guy I work with, he had Thunder tickets. Yeah, and I don't know if he still got reimbursed. I'm yeah. sure he did after the season was over. I got to ask him, but I mean, that's what was not happening. Sure. They were holding on as long as they could to that money, you know, before they kicked it back to everybody. So yeah, I was gonna go to the Sprint uh, Sprint Center and say he wants Rage play because I never saw him. So that didn't happen. That was supposed to be in April of last year when they were going to come through in March. I can't remember. I bet they're great live. I've never seen them live either, but, you know, they recorded pretty much live. Yeah. And even some of their videos they did. Yeah. So, I mean, you're used to hearing them, you know, in that space. Oh, yeah. And then I want to see Ween in Oklahoma City just because Hoover got me stuck coming. Ween. They were in oh. COVID. A little bitty venue, too. Uh, on 23rd, Circle Circle something. Theater, circle Theater. <laughs> uh, I think it might I be really a theater. Know. It's right down the road. 
You lived down that area somewhere, didn't you? When you used to live in the city? Off 23rd? Yeah. Oklahoma City University's mm-hmm. up here. Yeah. It's on that little strip where all that, they're redoing everything. The Plaza District? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. So they were going to play there. A little, nice little venue. Yeah, I lived oh, just a couple blocks away from the Plaza yeah, District. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. So that's all being redone. There's all kinds of... Be- what? So that's what sucks. Now leading into that, the music industry is... Well, not music industry. Bands are really, really hurting right now with no live shows. Oh, yeah. That's been just nuts. Yeah, but I don't feel so sorry for Taylor Swift. Oh, you no, know the no, people no, who no. have money. no, like the smaller bands yeah. and the people that were doing it on their own mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, I mean, it will. A lot, uh, of, a lot of people we know personally. Yeah, you know? oh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, you get to just going, going, going and touring, and it's like everything just the bottom falls out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your merch. I guess you can only sell online, but you're not catching those people like you do at a show. Yeah, so it's. Pretty wild. I have seen a couple like Skyped in band shows. Like, I've seen uh, those, yeah. Yeah, like we watched Roger Waters out at Hoover's, remember? Yeah. Were you out yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. There was a bunch of famous musicians in that Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't. Those have been cool. Those yeah. videos, those compilation videos, like people from their house at Les Claypool's, Andy Carey yeah. did that Rush song with the Go Eat Cambria singer. Was that after Neil Peart died? Yeah, I think it was. So. Pretty pretty crazy. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I have yet to see a, a live stream show. You know, since everything seems to be going that direction, I mean, there's no it's the only way you could make revenue nowadays. Yeah, it really is. I guess how many hits you get on those videos is the only way you can do it. Yeah. yeah. Which I know there's yeah. some music venues who are spreading out, like even outdoor places. They're like got a circle where you like. Security will watch you stay in your little bubble, basically. Well, actually, speaking of bubbles, did you see where the uh, <laughs> Flaming Lips did the bubble concert? Where yeah, at the Criterion. No. That's you so cool, man. That. So, so, so Wayne Coyne, that... Wayne Coyne did that years ago at Coachella. He actually, he, he was inside of a bubble and he walked over people at Coachella. Yes. yes. Well, now he, that he, was, yeah, now he's doing the same thing, but with the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, that was that's been a couple months ago. I have not seen that, dude. I, I've been across the street from his little venue where he lives, oh, the yeah. studio, but it's kind of that same area. It's the what, Factory Obscura. Yeah, he's yeah. got the it's both by S and B's. It's like right across yeah. the street. I ate there and saw that. But the night before, we were down there in Oklahoma City, spend the weekend. We went and watched a local band that reunited. Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna forget color music. Which the drummer from Color Music, they're a band based out of Stillwater. Mm. Probably back when you went there, I think they were still playing. Their drummer left them to go, uh, I'm going to have to let you listen to them sometime. I don't recall them. Check out Color Music. They're really, they, Wayne Cohen took them under his wing. They're out of Stillwater. Kind of like Starlight. Yeah. yeah. He, he said, hey, you guys are going to go on tour with me. And he did. And they toured all over. The, everybody kind of got to know him for a few years. Yeah. And then their drummer, the drummer for the Flame Lips has been with them from day one. Mm-hmm. He kicked him out. They got in that big fight, and he kicked him out. And the drummer from Color Music, who's younger than us, is now the drummer for his band. So when Ooh. we went to see the reunion show, me and my wife, we went to uh, 23rd. What's the blue? Oh, the music venue, well-known music venue. Oh, right uh, there. Uh, Blue Note. Blue Note. They, they played the Blue Note. I'm like, oh, cool, Color Music back together. So we went and watched that show, and it was mm-hmm. packed, sold out, small venue. And uh, Wayne Cohen was standing right next to me, and my wife goes, hey, that's the Flame Lips? I go, yeah, it is, but I don't want to bother him. You know, I wanted to say yeah. hi or something, because I didn't. 
I kind of walked. So let's let's move over here because he had like people around him. And about that time, she went over and talked to him. He's like, "Hey, uh, he's a big fan of yours." And he's like, "Oh yeah, tell him come here." He's like, "Hey, what's up, man? My name's Wayne." Blah blah. And we took a picture together, which is funny because Tony in a band I used to be in with, which you've met. Yeah. He used to sell uh, Wayne Cohen washers and dryers. <laughs> Because you know Wayne Cohen's or what? Yes, like for his friends and stuff. It was weird. Oh. It was like a retail. You know how? Okay, Coldplay, the the, the famous Rolling Stone interview, the what? Oklahoma City show. Have you not heard this? No. Okay. Guess. So now we're on the Wayne Cohen fix. So we'll have to go into this. I I didn't know if you've heard this or not. So Tony used to work in Oklahoma City, and he was best friend. Uh, he worked co-worked with the drummer from the Flaming Lips. Worked with him at this place when they went on tour, which is crazy because they're all just normal guys, humble. Yeah, they are. Whatever. Wayne Cohen used to come in there to Tony's like, this is my personal sales guy. You always go through Melbourne. So Coldplay and the Rolling Stone, they said, what's the craziest show you've ever played? Or night, even if it yeah. wasn't the show. And they said, Oklahoma City. They played the Ford Center then is what it's yeah. called. And they said, well, what was so crazy about it? I was like, well, our friend Wayne Cohen was there. Yeah. So he said he was going to take us out after the show. So we're like, oh, cool. He's going to show us the sights. We went to like Taco Bueno and hung out with a transvestite named something. I can't remember. You got to go back. Anybody out there listening, go read it. It's like the best read ever. This is a guy from Coldplay from the UK. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, so we just hung out at Taco Bueno for a couple hours. He bought our food there, hung out with this like local uh, transgender uh, person that hung out with us and hung out with us the rest of the night. And we went out downtown Oklahoma city and they went and did the strangest things all night. That's crazy. Wayne Cohen. Yes. So look that up. It was, and uh, what's crazy is Wayne Cohen. That's a normal. That's a normal. That, it is. Yeah. It really is. Cause I, I yeah. went to school with a couple of his personal friends too. So I know, yeah. and I met him a couple of times, but yeah, you know, like, I don't a, want to he's a down earth guy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't either. I was like, why did you do that? Yeah. I'm not that big of a Flaming Lips fan. Never have been. I mean, I, they're I, okay. I respect what they've done. Yeah. What they've accomplished, for sure. Because they went from being just a little band here in Oklahoma to they're like one of the most, they're basically like Fish or well, Grateful Dead, you know, the following. It's weird, you know, because you said in the back of this video, I, we said it might be Japan. Well, you remember my <laughs> Japanese roommate from yeah. Kobe? Yes. And that's who oh. he thought he was going to come over here at Oklahoma and just meet the Flaming Lips. I didn't realize they were the biggest band in the world yes. at that time. This is yes. like 2001. Dude, they were like the Grateful Dead. They yeah. had that big of a falling worldwide. It's yeah. so crazy. So shout out to Keichiro Shippamoto <laughs> from Kobe, Japan. I miss <laughs> you, brother. Hopefully he's listening. I doubt I'm, it. I'm going to have to go listen to the Yo Yoshima now. Yeah. yeah. Or some soft bulletin. Look up the rolling. Look up that Rolling Stone interview. Yeah. But you know, one thing I did want to bring up, and since we're talking about Wayne Cohen, um, you know, he's good friends with Miley Cyrus. You, you, you were telling me that not too long ago. Yes, which yeah. my cousin, yeah. your friend Logan. Yeah. Okay, so we'll rewind a little bit more. He also went to that school. Well, yes, and that girl that, uh, matter of fact, Color Music, they were professors. The drummer, yeah, the singer, yeah, yeah. were professors at AM, AM, is it AMC at UCO. Yeah, with Mike Hosty. Yes, the yeah. highest Hosties there at all. So, he actually was best friends with Wayne Cohen's girlfriend. I think he's still with her. She's a little bit younger. Maybe it's his wife now. I don't know. But that's who he's with at that show we saw. Oh, okay. Because Logan goes, oh, yeah, I know. And he said her name. He's like, yeah, we used to be really tight. And then her and Wayne started hanging out. We were not tight anymore. Because he met Miley <laughs> Cyrus at Wayne's Yeah, you, that's place. what you were telling yeah, me. But anyway, I've been seeing these Miley Cyrus covers. She does a cover of Hole's uh, Doll Parts. Oh, really? On Howard Stern. And he goes... 
he, Howard asked her, has Courtney heard this? And, and she's like, nobody's ever heard. This is going to be the first time I've oh, ever played this. Like we practiced it last cool. night and she kills it. Really? Cause it's like the last podcast we were talking smack about how we don't like cover songs. Right. Right. So right. I got on this Miley Cyrus kick. She does a cover cause we were bitching about this song. Uh, zombie. Yeah. Remember yeah, we were yeah. bitching about the dudes who did the cover of that. Yeah. She covers it and it is amazing. Really? I'm oh, not joking at all, dude. Okay. So last time we talked about Posty doing Nirvana yeah. covers. So but that, that was did, pretty good, that was good too. That was awesome. Yeah. I liked it. I think I just hated the Bad Wolves version of Zombie. That's it. That's the band. <laughs> that version like sucks. The Miley Cyrus uh, version is excellent. Really, really good. It looks like yeah. they actually they kicked out that singer out of Bad Wolves. So uh, I wish well, him well. <laughs> Watch me get my Hopefully, Bad Wolves keeps going. You know, I think. I don't know up... any any of their stuff. Yeah, uh, me neither. Not not enough, but like I don't know. But Sing was kind of cocky anyway. I, I, I wasn't big into the music that I've heard. Man, my son the other night, this Friday night, was like, "Dad, have you ever heard of Daniel Johnston? Have you guys ever heard of him?" Oh yeah. Hmm. I've really? Heard, I've heard the name. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, I guess he's dead now. Yeah. But he like inspired Kurt Cobain and stuff. Yes. I, I had heard his name. Yeah. I'd never listened to his music, dude. It is right up my alley. Yeah. He he would take these big band songs, like these jazz songs. Yes. Yeah, I've heard. And I've then heard. he would yeah. write his own lyrics to it and like sing to them, and it is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I don't know how I've gone this long without hearing it, but it is my new favorite thing. I, think I came across a few years back. It was pretty interesting. Well, he has a. One famous song that a lot of people have covered. It's yeah. something about love. True love will find you in the end, I think, it is the name. And I've heard other bands cover that. Yeah. Well, you, you brought up Doll Parts. Yeah. Um, Kurt wrote that anyway. Yeah. He wrote that whole album, dude. Yeah. And then uh, Billy Corgan wrote the next You just album. hate Courtney Love, dude, bro. I do. <laughs> he I, does. I told the story on here, right? What? How she tried to get me kicked out of Edgefest in Dallas. Courtney did? Yeah. Maybe you did. Did he tell yeah. that story? Hopefully, it was nah, just man. her. I think Lance was over there yelling obscenities. You killed. Oh, I'm not messing. That's 110 percent of what I did. Did I'm you not really? Lying. She was. Oh, I, I never heard this. You gotta get off that train, no, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm on the. She killed. Dude, you need to watch. Dude, you're the Mister Conspiracy Theorist. But I don't <laughs> believe that. One. How many really? times? How many times? Oh, how many God. songs is Kurt singing about? Oh, I agree. 110 percent. Come on, dude. But. No, I, I don't now. The Chris Cornell conspiracy theory, I don't believe that either. But, but he did too. He's talking about suicide. Right, right. Dude, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but no, okay. Okay, conspiracy theory aside, we'll get to the Dallas show in a little bit. But Courtney Love, there's no way you can't say Kurt did not write that album. Like musically, lyrically. Because if you listen to Doll Part, listen to that whole album, you're like, well, it's basically a female Nirvana. Cool. And then she starts banging Billy Corgan. Let's not forget that. Yeah. When he killed himself. So if he did kill himself, she was banging Billy Corgan over in France or wherever she was at, right? Like Malt it's it's evident. It was clear. So the next album sounds like a Smashing Pumpkins album. Go listen to the next album after that. Was that the one with uh uh Gold Dust Woman? That's a cover. That's uh, a pretty good. Co- that 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 was on uh the Crow Two soundtrack. Which I think might have been that album she did too. I, I never, um, I never owned no, the whole album. Hold on, but I did like them. What is that? I think I had a Celebrity Malibu. Skin album, but I heard maybe three songs. Celebrity Pops. Skin, yeah. that was it. 
Celebrity Skin was a fashion pumpkin. Yes. Okay, okay. So that Celebrity Skin, and Malibu was on that. That sounds like a Smashing Pumpkins album. Lisa Lance and I sound great. Hey, we're going to have karaoke night one of these nights. Yeah. Skype. Karaoke after hours. So I'm telling listeners, go out there. You listen to Courtney Love from the album, the two albums, you'll notice. One's a Nirvana with a female singer. The other one's a Smashing Pumpkins. Dude, with all I'm saying is if, if... I do not like her. If, no, I do not. If in the 70s I started dating... Uh, <laughs> Stevie uh, Nicks. Stevie Nicks. You think my music isn't going to be a little bit swayed? So you're into, Lindsay Buckingham. I'd like to be. <laughs> no secondhand but, uh, news, Kyle. <laughs> but uh, wouldn't you think that they would influence your music if you were oh, also for sure. a musician? I get that. I get that. You're probably right. I mean, I, you're probably more I, okay. right about that than Hold she on. killed... Kurt Cobain, probably. Had him okay, done. I don't like her. I, just I do know not like don't. her. Okay, I she don't gets, either really. She gets nominated for acting because she acted like she's a crackhead. Yeah. What? She's a good actress because she wasn't acting. Dude, I don't know why. I really don't like her. He's I just got, can't he's get got points. I do. He's got points. I do, but I just don't like her. I don't. So she played at like two o'clock at Edge Fest. Now I think it was when Deftones and Limp Biscuit played in Frisco yeah. at that festival I was talking about, and she played, and. It was it was whole, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't. It was her and nobody else in the band. Whole. Hmm. It was just her. She pulled an axle and was like, "Oh yeah, Guns and Roses. It's just me." So that pisses. I hate when bands do that. Yeah. Um, Caroline's well, fine. That dude, Jimmy Newstead did that crap. Well, the Pumpkins. He brought everybody back eventually, except for Darcy yeah. because she's all messed up somewhere. So, which sucks. Wasn't she that. in the Perfect Circle too? No, that was uh, uh, James E. Aslan Chapman. Oh yeah. Who oh. is okay? So, so okay. 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 So I saw the Pixies a few years ago. Yeah. With Weezer. Unfortunately, the Weezer show sucked. Yeah, you talked about yeah. that. Yeah. I did on your pass yeah. was the bass player. Yeah. So I wish it was Kim Deal. I missed on that one. But so Courtney loves up there and she just she wouldn't even get through a song without cussing the crowd out. Like pointing people out. Point uh, so Went Biscuit, here's why I know it was that same show. Because Fred Durst and them, they got back together, they're gonna come back. I wasn't there to see Limp Bizkit. I was there to see Deftones, right? And yeah. all the other bands involved. Not Hole and not Limp Bizkit. But Limp Bizkit played good. I give him credit. That did pull off a good show. With Wes Borland? Night. Yeah. The whole okay. the whole group's back. So she's playing at 2. And I'm pretty sure she was just pissed off that she was playing the 2 o'clock slot and felt like she should have been the headliner. Wow. That's how she was acting. Wow. She was just ripping everybody in the crowd. And other people were like her heckling her. Right, hmm. and there's a dude with the backwards red hat on. He goes, "Look at this, Fred. There's one of me, motherfucker." She starts cussing him out, and it gets quiet. People start booing her, and it gets quiet. I was like, "She killed Kurt." I just walked off. Oh I just my like, God. but it got quiet when I said it. I just turned around, and walked off. I was like, "I'm done." I went to. Go oh, that really me. happened. Yes, yeah, so I did say that, and she goes, "Get that motherfucker out of here! Go get go toss him." I'm like, "Man, hope I don't get tossed." I just kept walking, walking, no one tossed me. So I, I probably should have said that. So that that was my. There's two things in life I've done. That, and then I told Jason Biggs in Vegas the one time I went, calling him a pie fucker. <laughs> that was the running joke from Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. That, and he laughed, but everybody that was with me in that group was like, I can't believe you. How embarrassing is that? And I'm like, dude, you don't get the inside joke. He, he laughed. And he rolled his eyes. He might roll his eyes, but he was with his entourage. Yeah. And, and, and I thought it was funny. Sorry, dude. Don't do a movie. Uh, right, where you make fun of yourself. So, yeah. so I, yeah, where you fucking punch. Yeah. So, so you build, I, you build one bridge. You know. <laughs> it's kind of like so, me being an unintentional asshole to the guy from, uh, I don't know, you ever heard of Sparta? Yes. 
Yeah, I like so, Vans, I, I liked them too. Yeah, yeah. Smart, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I walked up to Jim Ward. I'm like, so I, I, I didn't know at the drive-in broke up. I was like, hey, man, whatever happened at the drive-in? He goes, oh, it's no more. <laughs> so not knowing that at the drive-in broke up <laughs> at the time. Nice. That's a great band too, man. Yeah, I love it. Was. That's part of it. Anyways, I feel like shit. I feel like shit uh, 20 years later, by the way, Jim Ward. <laughs> oh, the Mars I'm Boy. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, they came out yeah, yeah, dude, uh, Alan, I'm with you. There's two times in my whole life where it got dead quiet when I said something. Pie fucker guy and no, Courtney, Kirk, hey, you killed Kurt, and I walked off. That was the two times I wish it was. So this was the before night, the internet, so I had no idea. Well, not the internet, but I didn't know at the driving split up at the time. <laughs> right. I love that. The I've never pissed off anybody like famous or in a band, but whenever you guys had the record release for the Plums and yes. we played, yeah. there was a dude there. This is what, the Shrine, right? Yes. So there was a huge guy there that was into black metal. I don't. You remember this yes, dude? Yes, yes, it yes. had like Which patches. Is like, what is it from? Deutschland? Wasn't that where black metal? Originally? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, like Mayhem and bands like yes, that. They're yeah. from. Yeah. <clears throat> like Dutch. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Is it Dutch? Yeah. I know. Well, it's see, I watched the history of metal. Have you ever seen? Speaking of, have you ever seen that movie? It's a documentary. No. The history of metal. No. They go into each thing. It's pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, cool. uh, I started talking to him a little bit, and we're up at the bar, and I there's a. There's a My Morning Jacket song called Still Holding On to Black Metal. Yeah. And it's kind of making fun of it, but it kind of sounds like he's got a choir behind him of yeah. kids singing. It's a really good song. And I said that to him. I was like, oh, still holding on to black metal, huh? And he turned and looked at me. And I was like, see you later, bro. <laughs> I thought he was going to punch me square in the face. And I was like, oh, he did not think that was funny. Oh, dude, obviously. But I don't go that far. I'm not going to fight somebody well, you know, it's, it's weird because, like, a lot of our friends like metal, but they have never, like, looked into how weird black metal Dude, is. I'm telling you, go out and look at the history. I think it's the history of rock and roll. It was part of that, spun off of that. There's yeah. the history of metal. There's a nine-part documentary series. I think maybe I've seen And they that. went into where it all originated. Like yeah, but it's metal, like one of the dudes crazy. from Mayhem killed one of the other dudes, and then they still released uh, the – recordings with yeah. him with both of them oh on it God. and then the lead singer committed suicide and like the guitarist found like pieces of his skull and made necklaces and gave them oh out to people God. who were worthy okay i didn't know all that yeah and put his put his suicide he took pictures of him and put that on their album really their album cover dude black metal is crazy it'll blow Fair your mind man. yeah Jeez. it's like real nightmarish type stuff and then they look like idiots with the the uh, white and black face paint and leather, they look like something from the 80s, but then they're out there with, like, goat's heads and pig heads, like, on spears and stuff, like, real yeah. animals. And it's like, you guys look like tools, but you, you're real murderers. They burned down churches and stuff. Yeah, they did. I, yeah. I, I, I remember that in the documentary. Bunch of those dudes have been that. to prison. Yes, they, they did. Like, they were, like, extremists and stuff. It was crazy. And they said that black metal went way, way back. Before oh, yeah. music, it's crazy. And it was, I think it was out of the Dutch, wasn't it? I think they and one of those countries started. I'm trying to think. I don't think it's the Dutch. I don't remember now. It's been a, many years since I've seen that documentary. Well, that's oh man, I can't remember what countries like the most of the black metal comes it's from. <laughs> it's so, it's somewhere yeah. over there. Yeah, Finland, Switzerland, maybe. maybe. I don't crazy. know. They they were extremely crazy. I do remember. That. But then you listen to it, and it's like this is horrible. Like yeah. it's well, it's it's more like the things that they do in real life. Napalm death, man. Yeah. That was too intense for me. Yeah. When I watched them open for uh, Faith No More, I was like, yeah, this is too much. Because <laughs> like, everything, just like an Ace Ventura, like, I was like, I can't. 
to it. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like me seeing Slayer. I'm like, I understand they're a big band. And they're like, yeah, everyone's huge fans, but like, it's not my music. <laughs> I'm just not into right. it. It's not mine. Either. It's cool like seeing them team play team at Rock, Oklahoma, though. But <laughs> yeah, no, I feel the exact same way, and I get I get that way with rap now, especially yeah. with the the mumble rappers. I'm, I have to tell my son all the time, like, this is not good, dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you, like. <laughs> I can go into a studio tomorrow and pump out something about as good. Challenge accepted, Kyle. <laughs> well, you have to get your face Kyle tattooed first. That's a prerequisite. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly's getting rid of his tattoo. Is that what I? Who? No, that's not him. I'm it was Pete, Pete Davis. Uh, Pete Davis. Pete Davis. Sorry, he's getting removed. Yeah, that's what he said. He's gonna get all his tattoos removed. Kids are so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't hear the whole story. Uh, you, you, got, you got. You got. You to watch his movie uh, King of Staten Island, though. That's pretty I heard good. It's amazing. Yeah, it's actually it, it's a, it's a little bit based around his own his own personal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Bill Burr is that too. Yeah, please stepdad kind of. Yeah. Um, as far as that tattoo removal, that's cool. Whatever you want to do. Your own, uh, it's I, your own choice, but don't get. Tattooed. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand. What, what's the, like what was the what was the reasoning be, behind the tattoo removal? Did he say? I don't remember. I need to read into that, I guess. Did he get Ariana Grande tattooed on him somewhere? Wouldn't surprise me. Um, I'm so glad because when I was 18, I was part of the whole, yeah, yeah, let's go get a tattoo. And I was going to get an eyebrow piercing. There's two of friends, me and another guy. And you know who he is because he had the eyebrow piercing when he came back. I backed out right here. Instead, his initials are E E D. <laughs> so, instead, Lance remember, got his belly button pierced. No, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, so I was like, I was gonna get a tattoo of Mighty Mouse on my arm right here, and I did not do it. And I'm so glad. I waited until I got older, and I got two tattoos. The kids. That's it. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. I don't have any. Do you have any tattoos, Alan? I don't got any. Nope. Me, me neither, man. So tattoos. fresh and so clean, clean. <laughs> Got to. Um, I'm glad I waited because Mighty Mouse wouldn't have worked out. But I don't know. Hey, again, to each their own on that too. Yeah. Um, but I know so many people that got tattoos when they were teenagers that now right. are our age are like, I wish I'd have never got this tattoo. Like a bunch. certain ones, right? Yeah. Exactly. But that would have been me. I would have been immediately yeah. like turning it in. That's what's good is you don't have to get it removed. Yeah. You, you can like art. You can have yeah. someone. There's so many good artists that can do things like that and turn it into something else. So. Thank goodness for that. So. Mel, what you got, man? No, not a whole lot. No? Um, got, one of these days we'll get back in person. We'll do this in person. Yeah. Uh, thanks for everybody listening. We just rambled off like an hour and a half. Has yeah, it been good? This is, a, this is one of the first no-note episodes we've had. We just went with it. <laughs> yeah, we just winged it. We just... No, no written down topics. We just let it go, man. Yeah, we ramble on like Led Zeppelin. Well, there's so many podcasts like that. That's good. You know, the, I, pretty much every comedian, they don't have any structure right. whatsoever. Just go, they start I, talking. Go with the flow. I, th- I, th- I think, I think it, put, it, it puts you uh, put you more on the, on the stand. You know, you kind of, kind of, you actually have to have a conversation. Think yeah. what's on the yeah. top of your head. It's harder at times. Uh, but, well, more natural. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know we'll we might. But we'll still have notes. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna have notes. <laughs> right, right. This we'll, is just we'll our first. This is this is just here, a comeback. Man. This is just a don't call it a comeback episode. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Next episode, though, who knows? We might have notes. We're not gonna. 
We'll, we'll just, we'll just surprise everybody. <laughs> um, we do got to cover one big thing that we've been talking about. All three of us have talked about this. Uh, the OU football player who. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my who, god. Uh, had mishap in the bathroom. Dude, I've watched this video <laughs> fifty times, man. I can't get over. It. <laughs> it's like you can't get your eyes off of it. I, I have to. Uh, I guess because you say this this a hole again is is like ass handed to him in the the bathroom. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, a, a good analysis of yes, that whole fight is on Two okay. Bears, One Cave. Burt Kreischer dug deep into this video. Like, yeah. he knows their backstories. It is seriously great. Yeah, so, so if you don't know, this, this is actually uh, this is about Spencer Jones and OU. What is he? Holds a football? So he's Think labeled he? a wide receiver, but yeah. get this. This, this is where it gets even more douchier, right? Yeah. So <laughs> did you know he's the placeholder yeah. for the kicker? The yes. kicker. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you know they actually have – a placeholder of the year award. She he won it this year. And he won it. He won it. And his reward is he got that ass kicked <laughs> for trying to be a badass in the bathroom in a Norman bar, a college bar. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll we need to we'll, watch it and break it down too. We're, we're gonna we're gonna tweet this video later too. Whenever this comes out, we'll we'll tweet the video out if you haven't seen it yet. It, yeah, they keep trying to take it down. Yeah, it's it's on Old Row Sooners right now. Good. Well, they found that Bert found out that those two boys, the brothers, yeah, the yeah. brothers that beat the hell out of me, and they're way smaller, but they have wrestled and they weren't and great. MMA trained. Yeah, too. well, they weren't very great wrestlers or yeah. anything, but they started MMA training when they were like 13, yeah. and now they're like 22, 23 years old. Right. Don't mess with anybody, like, you know, it's like you don't ever know who. So, it was something straight part. out of a movie. It to, did. To, see, to see him look at the blood on his nose. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he asked his brother, which one do you want? Yeah. That's the best line, right? There's like a Burt Reynolds movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, so awesome. They're in a bar scene or something. Good Lord. It was the best. And so, oh my God. Because he, and, and the two guys, they're a foot taller than both of them. They were, man. And they, and, and, the, and after it all happens, mommy and daddy get involved. Spencer Jones is mommy and daddy. He's like, you could have lost an eyeball. Okay, I'm going to sound like get off my lawn, old man moment. Ready? We need to have a segment where get off my lawn segment on this <laughs> podcast for all, each one of us. Okay. Here's mine. Here's what I learned growing up. The kids these days don't have this. You bully somebody. You get your ass kicked by a little guy. Life lesson learned. Go on down the road. Don't don't worry about it. But yeah. not mommy and daddy getting involved. He's like, he, he was trying to de-escalate the situation. Yeah, he was. Hey, what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do, bitch? What are yeah. you going to do? Uh-oh. He goes, which one do you want? Slap, slap, punch, punch, punch on the ground. And, you know, it doesn't show what happens at first, but one dude's got his a bloody, bloody nose. nose. Did you Something see his buddy happened. in the mirror? He's, like, looking at his face like, oh, yeah, bro. There's nothing hey, on his face. Look at look me. In the video. Look at me. Yeah. yeah, that's what he says. Look at <laughs> his face, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, then he shoves him. And that's when he looks at him. When he gets shoved, he's like, See, which I'll, one do you want? And then that. I watch so many fight videos. So I've <laughs> only Star. actually seen that one. Yeah, I love World Star. But really, go to Reddit and go to Fight Porn or my favorite subreddit, Thunder Thoughts, where it's just women fighting. Oh it, it's really good. Don't took me down that rabbit hole once. Well, that night, matter of fact, the night you took me, that's the night I showed you this fight. Yeah. After the studio, I showed you a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the fight. Yeah, it was. That was the day it came up. out. Yeah, yeah, that was that night. And, uh, Again, read the comments of the videos is the best because the guy the guy at the urinal, why you bring your beer to your urinal? <laughs> you drink your drink so you don't get yeah. roofied. But he took it to his urinal, and they're fighting around him. He just gets up, and he walks <laughs> to him. That's the one yeah. drop. That's the best. And then the one guy grabs the guy by the hoodie, and he's like, hey, man, 
<laughs> says something to him. Then you read the comments. If you see cauliflower ear, deformed ear, just walk away, Yo, bro. Dude, That's I, honestly, it's true. if it's you true. see that, repeat that, Lance. If you see somebody with messed up ears, cauliflower ears, walk away. Yeah, because they and will kick your ass. You know who needs to join join Rogan during the UFC fights is the commentator who shot the video. <laughs> yes. That's Hands true. down, the best commentator I ever heard. Oh, <laughs> Damn, <God>. young blood. <laughs> yeah. They messed around. <laughs> he makes, yeah, he does say that, doesn't he? he hey, really make it juggle. Tap out, mother. <laughs> yeah. No, but oh, exactly what you said about that fight, Chael Sonnen said, let's just watch everything happened that needed to happen. Yeah. Like, you, you're going to bully younger guys and get your ass whooped? Who cares? You got embarrassed. Like, Life lesson. Yeah. Don't bully people. Move on. Move on. That's what I said. My dad said the same thing. Get your ass kicked. Pick yourself up. You mm. go on. You learn something there. Yep. I tell my kids, that, Dude, that's how it should be. But nope. You got Now they're suing them. So guess what? The brother of the guy getting sued, which has not been Ashton, by the way. That, <laughs> he came out and had to say, because people are like, Ashton's fighting people in the bathroom. And he was like, it's ben not Ashton's me. way bigger than It's not guys. me. Yeah. He had to come out and say, because he had the same haircut. Yeah. So the, the brother, brother, yeah, the 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 little brother started a GoFundMe for the the brother getting sued, the one that yeah, but he, shattered his orbital bone, right? And I think Alan, what were you saying? How much did they get up to oh, to get man. him legal representation? He he was just trying to raise raise fifty thousand dollars. He he was above sixty five thousand when I donated ten dollars yeah. to it last weekend. He donated. Yeah, you did. Good <laughs> yeah. for him, man. I would donate. Shit, I, 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 I think you should. Man, well, I might as well, dude, because. He's, 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 he's countersuing yeah, because he tore his shoulder hmm. um, and then jacked up something in his uh, wrist when he slammed him. And he said, I can't work now either. So, yeah, game on. Let's go to court. So he's going to sue. He should. Yeah. He said, watch it. He said, you didn't see before the video what happened. He was not yeah. trying to de-escalate. That's what he said about no. the He was not trying no. to de-escalate the situation. I think, I think, if I think was, they're trying to get him for assault happened. charges, what they're doing. Huh? Oh, that too, on top of the civil case because they yeah. also have a civil civil case started. Come on but, now. Uh, it is I, some what we used to call punk bitch it is. shit. Dude, the society now is so I don't get it. I, I don't I don't get yeah. how soft society is anymore. And that's a perfect example. Oh, like, yeah. Again, you bully somebody, you get your ass whipped, you, hey. you pick yourself up like, well, I'm still living another day and I learned a lesson. It's called karma. Yep. Yeah. It just, just happens to be viral now though. That's all it is. Oh, <laughs> well everything is now. Oh by the way, it's this almost it's part. it's got eleven thousand uh Likes on Twitter. <laughs> I bet. It's, I just sent uh, you a video, by the way. <laughs> Which is a... Dude, I just enjoy that, that one. I had to get that off my chest. I had to have my yeah. uh, get off my lawn segment, and that was it. <laughs> well, I'm glad we all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree with you on that, really. That, well, I mean, come on. There's... I don't want to rant. I'm going to stop. About <laughs> society now. I'm just going to stop while we're ahead. Where are we so. at? Okay, well, but yeah, hour and a half strong. Uh, power hour after hours, power hour and a half. Um, thanks to everybody that kept kept us alive and going. Listening, uh, COVID got in the way. Obviously, even now, Alan's still not able to join us. Well, a lot of things in life moves and stuff happen, so we're all here and keep on L I V I N, right? L I V I N. So, um, yeah, the seven twenty-seven. We saw that after the break. I was like, "Oh, good night." People are actually still listening to it. The other one had two hundred something listens, and there was only two available because we kind of pulled uh, back for a little while on stuff. But I think are we still on all the platforms with the show, Alan? Uh, we should still be up. I think we're okay. 
Okay, yeah. so we still listen to us on all of your platforms. Matter of fact, if you already are listening to us, then you've already got the notification on whatever you're listening to because you get notified when a new episode's up. So awesome. I think uh, this is episode. What episode is this? What number? I don't remember. Five, something ten. like that. I think it is ten. Nine. Nine or ten? Nine or ten. Yeah. I do not know. It's a good question. That's how long we haven't even looked to see what episode this is going to be. We'll know after it's posted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, t- tweet at us. Uh, yes, reply- we need lots of tweets. Whenever we get this posted up on uh, Twitter, send us a reply. Um, Discord, anyone on Discord, uh, hit me up if you want an invite to the server. ahpodtulsa at gmail.com. I'll send you an invite if you're into that AMA stuff. We can have discuss discussion on there and bring it up during the show. Um, I can't think of anything else. Someday, oh, yeah, we'll, have, someday, someday we'll have a website. We'll have that, but. Yep, we'll start doing the... Uh... We'll start doing the interactions too, like we were before. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question for the next episode. We can have people interact with us. Yeah. What do you think about the Spencer Jones fight? Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Although was I think it, was it was it uh, justice or injustice? Uh, another one. Do you like Courtney Love? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you think Courtney killed yeah. Kurt? All right, we'll yeah, have a, yeah, we'll have a, we, we're going to put up a poll, uh, a poll for that for Courtney Love. <laughs> yes. Do you like Courtney Love? And then the second question, do you think she killed Kurt? And the third question, does Spencer Jones get what he deserved? Uh, All those are going to be unanimous <laughs> on one side, I feel. And, and, and the fourth what question you, what is... Where are you going? What, you, what for, are you saying? I don't think Courtney had anything to do with Kurt's death. I bet, I bet other people... But Spencer did. Jones, is that this guy's name? Yeah. He, did, so. he deserved an ass whooping, I think. Uh, fourth question... Why does Courtney love ever restraining order against Lanza? <laughs> yeah, well, it's possible. It's very possible that has happened. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah the, all the times things to get quiet. Uh, anyways, I, I really didn't think she'd hear me. Well, that's great. I hope it'll be kicked out. I was worried about like not watching the rest of the show at that point. Great. You had to sneak it in there, didn't you? Well, when I said it, everybody was loud, and it just gets like pin drop quiet. I'm like, great. I just walked off. Let's took off. I'm like, well, hopefully, uh, get him out of here. Okay. Thank God it's an outdoor concert. And uh, I dug down <laughs> to the crowd, <laughs> beelined to the stands. Um, now, it's been a lot of fun. I missed it. So we're hoping to get to do this more often, for sure. What do you think, Kyle I'm ready. What do you think, Alan B? Let's do it. All right. Uh, we're recording in a different way tonight, too, so hopefully it all comes out good. That's all I got. <laughs> Everybody got caught there. The, to, the pin drop dropped again. Yeah. <laughs> she killed Kurt. She killed Kurt. <laughs> That's going to be the, the running joke now. <laughs> kill Kurt. <laughs> and don't forget, we have a segment. Each one of you guys got to do one, too, since well, I did the, the, the first get, one. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn segment. Okay. Yeah. You each got to do one in future episodes. Okay. Don't make me be the only get off my lawn guy. I'm, I'm an old curmudgeon. We're, so. we're gonna we're gonna close out each episode with the get off my lawn segment. <laughs> yeah, and it could be I anything, like, uh, any anything yeah. anywhere. Kind of like Family Guy. You know, grinds my gears. And we might sing again. We might all. Uh, Alan, you, you gotta sing know. with us. We sang on this episode. I, I think Alan. He's he's blessed us with this beautiful yeah, voice. Yeah. So we. We might start karaoke. Reunited and it feels Peaches and her. Go check out that video. Definitely go give that listen to the Faith No More doing that. That was interesting. 
Yeah. And also look up Nestle Crunch commercial, <laughs> Fake No More Live. My patent's weird, but oh, I love yeah. it. This yeah. episode's brought to you by Ovaltine. Yeah. <laughs> it might, dude. You might do that one next. We should start. We should get it, Mike Patton, on Twitter and be like, "Hey, next show you do live, do this cover." <laughs> we just start, we just start bombarding him with like covers every time. <laughs> we'll make it a running joke, and our listeners make them start doing it. Yeah, do the fruity pebbles rap. And then he'll have to be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that monty do. Yeah. Then he'll have to be on our shows as a guest. That's so, how we'll get him in. So are we wrapping this up. I think so. yeah, hey, you're supposed to. What's your closeout line? Oh yeah, uh, that's his closeout line. Oh yeah, he's he's the, yeah, your closeout. He's the Shug Knight of podcast. That's right. What's your closeout? Hanging line? people over balconies right, in Cowtown. It's, it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looks like he's been taking steroids last nine months. I'll be. He's wearing some medium shirts too. I see. Hey, I, I, I went to small. I got oh, dude. <laughs> no. dude, I haven't seen small since I was in the fourth grade. <laughs> me, probably Maybe second six. grade. <laughs> hey, Maybe six for me. I don't I, know. I'm getting pictures from my dating profile. That's what it is. I mean, <laughs> for all you single ladies. Out oh, there, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the gym is that weird. <laughs> they got a smoothie shop yep. right over there. For all you uh, podcasters out there that want to produce it, it's not all up in your videos, <laughs> not all up in your podcast shows. It'll be Alan B. Pod Squad for life. I don't know pod, if that's what we're naming it yet, but I keep trying to get that one to catch on. I like Pod, pod squad. squad. Pod Squad. That's our that's our network. Pod Squad. How, what do you think? Pod Squad. I'm at the. No one else has call, it. We're, we're gonna call. We're gonna call up Babylon Baboons <laughs> up on Skype one of these days. Yeah, tell them, hey, if Random. you want if you want a producer that's not all up in. <laughs> and, and Kyle, uh, he's got intro to... for us, actually. I forgot all about that. Yeah, well, we'll save that for the next show. Man, I'll have yeah. to bring that back up. Well, I have to, I have to, you had to run that by Alan after I'm glad you show. brought that up because I, I really forgot to about just that. now. <laughs> a little late to the show, sorry, guys. Yeah, maybe I can go into the restu- studio and record it a little bit better. Then, okay. then do it live. Oh, live would be good. Oh, yeah. Put your improv, man. Come on. Oh, dude, you know. I'm keep it all keep about it, live. Keeps it real. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Way to get the links out there. DJ Allen B. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one. So hopefully a week or two-ish. Let's say two-ish. For the next episode. For the next episode. Chill. Chill. To Chill. The next episode. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll get some interactions too on the Twitters and everything else. So I'm gonna let. All right, Al, now you can wrap it up. You ready Go ahead and say what you got to say. You ready to wrap it up? Uh, yep. Thanks for thanks for listening. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell your mom. Have your mom listen to us. Yes, definitely. Have your mom listen to us. That is awesome. I love that one. That's the new side. Yes. Do it. Tell your mom. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope to see 727 in the next two weeks. Because uh, it seems like you all want to listen when we take nine months off. So let's get two weeks. Let's try to yeah. hit 502. Let's see what hey, we maybe we'll, tr- we'll try to have another baby between now and two weeks from today. <laughs> oh, we watched WandaVision. That's, yeah. uh, she had kids in like two days. So I still haven't seen that show. <laughs> great show. Great show. Yeah, we can do that two weeks. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Peace out. Peace out.